All right. Welcome back to another episode of Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean Osborne, and as usual, I'm joined by the very elusive progressive peruano, Bernie Sanders. Hey. How you doing, sir? Doing great. It's a beautiful Sunday in California. Glad to be living out here despite the inflation, post-COVID trauma, paranoia, delusions. But I'm um, happy. <laughs> happy to be here. 2022. How's the gas prices treating you? Uh, terrible, man. Terrible. I have a really long commute every day. So it, it's, it's crazy to deal with every single day. Like, I don't, like, I, I looked, I calculated how much money I spend on gas now. And yeah, it's just not fun. Not fun to look at. Yeah, that's a yeah. good time to be blind, dude. It's a good time to be blind. <laughs> and, and not drive. Or, yeah. or, <laughs> or have a, an electric vehicle. Yeah. So, so what, what kind of beer you been drinking? Uh, today, I uh, went by Claremont Craft Ales, picked up a Willow. It's a blonde ale. It's, it's you know, Claremont Craft Ales, uh, they've been around since, I'm going to say, 2013. They're really good at what they do. They've, um, they, have a, they fall into a very nice groove. They make high-quality beers consistently. Um, right now, one of my current favorites is the Mount Baldy. They didn't have it today, but it's, uh, that was absolutely delicious. And today, I tried the, the Willow, the Blonde Ale, as I mentioned. And it's absolutely great. I also picked up um, a Belgian. It's called Sweet Nothings from them. I'm going to enjoy that later as well. They're, they're really good. So I recommend it. Anybody that's in the Inland Empire between LA and Riverside, feel free to stop by. They're my craft tales. And I'm I not do love their beer. I do, I, do love their, I do love their beer, but we tried to buy some down here in the... the the, the bottle shop down here in Lincoln Heights, so they stopped carrying their stuff because they sent them a batch that was kind of skunky. No so was, way. Yeah, yeah, so they, they were upset about it, so they stopped carrying their beer. I was like, shit, I wonder if, you know, they were moving stuff very fast because of you know, so many places being closed down, so I guess they got an mm-hmm. old batch, so kind of fucked yeah. it up. That's yeah, kind of interesting because I do, I do love Claremont Craft Ale, so you probably got the fresh stuff over there. Exactly. Send, send the old stuff to the hood. <laughs> I wonder. Well, for for beer to go bad, like it literally has to be like an infection or a tainted um, piece of equipment and in the line, like during the fermentation process or bottling really? process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for beer, well, beers beers can get old, and, and the worst you can get with beers getting old is they lose their flavor. Uh, the hops don't bite as strong, or it might not be might not be as sour. Like skunky, as in like it, it's like they have a terrible taste, or that you know, I did. I, I did. He didn't get in detail. He said it was just. He said it was old or something. Okay, okay, okay. If it's old, then yeah, you can definitely taste. It doesn't. It's not gonna necessarily harm you or like taste yeah. really. Messy. It just doesn't right. taste off. But definitely, like I've had like an infected batch before when I used to brew at home, and yeah, like there's a huge, huge difference from old beer to uh, something that was just shitty or infected, really. But yeah. yeah they, otherwise, they make really good beers. I, I enjoy them a lot. Yeah, I've been, I've been drinking indie brewing. We got a lot of beer from them before they uh, closed. They unfortunately, uh, even though they made it through the actual lockdowns and stuff, the damage was done and, and the boat sank. So, indie brewing with no moss. Yeah, and, and that's kind of uh, one of the uh, features of the pandemic. There's a lot of restaurants, businesses um, that couldn't make it for one reason or another. Well, I got I got a pretty good reason. It was because of the government lockdowns, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they couldn't survive through the government lockdown. The government lockdown is something that had to be done. It wasn't like nah. 
It absolutely had to be done. Like yeah. the the way that uh, COVID I mean, spread Florida, the Florida social situations. Florida proved it didn't have to be done. Well, did you, we've already talked about this before. Right? The number of deaths that Florida experienced in terms of numbers was less than what California had, but in terms of proportion of the population was much higher than California. Not much higher. And, but and, it was definitely higher, definitely higher, as in, as in it would, they would have benefited from having a lockdown. Uh, and to Sweden did lockdown. To, and, and their numbers were really bad. Uh, but I mean, I think the, the one thing that we've learned from the pandemic is that masks work, vaccinations work, social distancing <laughs> works. Um, I mean, there's there's just so many reasons to have had the lockdown. They should have been it should have been more stringent, nowhere near as stringent as <laughs> what China did or what China is doing right now. But yeah, we should have held on and have a more unified voice and listen to science. That's what we needed to do. Now, you know what's funny is you say that, but you ignore all the other sciences of mental health and you know the fact that all these other sciences say that what happened was bad. You just spoke. I mean, it's 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 the perfect example of what government does. It, it 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 tries to solve one problem but causes two more. So you think you think oh if we only look at these facts and yes oh it was so wonderful our 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 dictatorship and and authoritarian behavior was good but no no it it, it was bad. People were offing themselves left and right. You know uh, people were ODing like crazy. Mental health collapsed all over the place. School kids had their education system destroyed and uh, the lockdowns didn't work they didn't work okay, so was a let's, let's talk about numbers then like you know there were almost a million people that have died from covid right like, and i remember people talking about like we wouldn't even hit ten thousand. but are you talking about well, died of covid or with covid because that's two different things and you know they, they they've even admitted that a lot of times that they said right. that but it's over a million or around a million now of giant due to covid um you know, every death through suicide, every death is a tragedy. And, you know, every death from suicide is also a tragedy. So those people that were affected by um, depression and suicidal ideation, um, it is a tragedy. We should do everything we can to try to prevent that. But did it reach a million? Alcohol-related alcohol deaths amongst people under 65, I can't remember. They went up like 60-something percent. Did it reach a million? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, matter. you're talking about like, what's the greater, like, what's the greater issue that needs to be taken care of now? It's obviously the number, the transmission and deaths due to COVID. Yeah, but you, the lockdowns didn't work. They absolutely did. No, look at, no, again, no, again, again I'll point people. to California and I'll point to Florida. When you look at the numbers in proportion to their population. Nah. I mean, you even look at what, like, what, what, what I mean, you, you want to go to the numbers, the numbers are there. They don't care how you feel about them, but that's the truth. The, the, and they will keep in mind, they also have an older population as well, too. So, yeah, even more reason that the older folks. Well, if, Jesus, okay, put it this way if it was that bad, why were people going there like AOC for vacations? I mean, yeah, I don't that's a really, if, if it was the death okay, trap. So, no, no, wait. Who said it was a death trap? No, I'm saying if if, if you, wait, you're a, saying you're if, saying Florida's a death trap. Yeah, I'm saying if it was, if it was such a death trap that you know it's it's dangerous to be there because of COVID and all this other stuff. Why is it that uh, 
why is it that uh, they went there for vacation? If, if, That's if a really okay. good question. I, again, I, I don't know what, what AOC would say, but I would say that if I needed to travel to Florida, for example, I could stay safe by making sure that I wore my mask, maintain distance, sanitize my hands, make yeah. sure I was vaccinated and boosted, and I would be fine. And if yeah. I needed to eat at a restaurant, I would eat outdoors, which is exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Now she went to that club afterwards. That's why she caught COVID when she was down there. I'm, I I don't know anything about that. I can't. Speak yeah, about she went it. to the she went with that Billy uh, uh, the the uh, to the drag club. Billy, I forgot his last name. I don't I don't know anything about that. Yeah, so she went to a, to a, a a drag club afterwards. So she was indoors. So she you know she wasn't she wasn't practicing what they're preaching up there in New York. So it's it's just kind of funny to me. And yeah, I, I don't know. So now, about. so any what either way. Now we're in the post-pandemic thing. So yeah. you went to San Diego and you were saying there weren't many, many masks down there. None. Um, the, Wonderful. The, the only Wonderful. people wearing masks were the, the workers, uh -huh. which I think makes a lot of sense. And I, I think over here in LA now, the rules have changed also. And again, due to the numbers, like if you pay attention to the numbers, pay attention to the science um, <laughs> and weigh the rules and regulations based on the transmission rates look like hospitalization rates look like, what the death rates look like, then yeah, it makes perfect sense that if somebody um, wants to not wear a mask and everything points to the low or minimal risk present, then yeah, don't wear a mask. And if that's the case in San Diego, great. If the case if that's the case in LA County, fantastic. <laughs> Follow the science. It's just like the smartest and, thing. Uh, yeah, as, as atheists, as atheists aren't we supposed to follow science? Aren't we supposed to rely on numbers and facts instead of science is, BS controversial or conspiracy theories? As we, as we stated, science isn't a mono, uh, 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 like a one word, one opinion. Correct. There were other scientists Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Those were crushed. Absolutely. They were, they well, were crushed. They were not well, allowed to be out there. They were ridiculed. And and rightfully so. Um, uh, if their opinions cannot be duplicated, replicated by other scientists, then it doesn't make sense to base any kind of policy on them. I, All the research. That's, like, I, I guess that's the problem I have is, is the policy. People should be able to have the free choice that they want. They want to take a choice that they think is better for them. Uh, and, and let's face it, there is no one size fits all medicine. You know, vaccines, uh, aspirin, everything has a different effect on different people. Okay. And that's the problem with government mandates is it acts like everybody is the exact same. Yeah, we're not. I, I mean, I, th I think you're making a blanket statement. I, I can't, no, speak, I can't very, defend it unless we talk about something specific. No, okay, okay. I, I mean, uh, chemotherapy doesn't work for everybody. What kind of therapy? Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, any kind of therapy doesn't work on everybody. Got it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Heart surgery doesn't work for everybody. You know, some people have better results. Okay. Uh, diabetes treatments don't work for everybody. You know, right. some people still die of it. That's okay. what I'm talking about. No, uh, I agree with that. Okay. So, so the, the science is not the science. You know, it's like I said, it's not a, a, a monolithic thing that it's is only one thing. Correct. I mean, science I should think... have, you should be able to test things. But, you know, yeah. we, we talked about that for a year or so. So I want to hear more about Oh, things opening up. It's great. We went to a bar the other night here in Los Angeles, not a mask in sight. It was glorious. Again, like if the numbers don't suggest that everybody should be wearing a mask, then yeah, that's absolutely great. <laughs> yes, I agree 100%.
I mean, as long as numbers tick up and then we start seeing a higher number of deaths, hospitalizations, and yeah. Yeah, but we haven't, seen, we haven't seen massive deaths from it in a long time either, so. Okay. I mean, again, like, I, I don't think, I don't know about Democrats in general, but I think as a person that relies on the science and looks at the numbers and wants to make sure that wherever I'm going, we're going to be safe. As long as we're following policies that are based on science, cities, states, countries, then we should be okay. There's no, no reason to like have everybody continue to wear masks if it's unnecessary at this point. <laughs> and this mask are just worthless because most people don't wear them right anyhow. And, and, you know, they were telling us the cloth masks were okay before, then they're not, you know, obviously a good mask might work, you know, you know, if it's well fitted, you're not wearing it all fucking day, you don't have facial hair, you got a good connection to your face under perfect circumstances. It might work just fine. But let's face it, most people weren't wearing them with perfect situations. Uh, so I, I, I don't I don't think they were as effective as everybody liked to think they were. No, and that's why they're not like the, the only weapon in trying to fight off this pandemic. Like but it, it was it, all it, about it's, it's a weapon somebody should be able to choose, but you shouldn't be forced into anything. Because I mean, let's face it, because now everything you said as the city council is doing it. As it is, it's not mandatory, but places can choose. And that's what I said at the beginning of the pandemic, is places should be able to choose. And that was shot down thoroughly by you. And But the reason is, your, your points of view divided everybody. Nobody could have their own place. Nobody could learn on their own. It caused division and strife. People might have learned their own lesson. And, and I'm totally okay time. with that. Huh? Again, totally. I'm totally okay with that. that that's like if we're, if we're, if we're protecting, body. if we're protecting people, that <laughs> should be the goal, and that's what we did uh, by promoting um, lockdowns, mask wearing, by by letting companies know that they had to enforce these policies at their shops, <laughs> at their markets, at their restaurants, at their stores. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, like if you leave it to business. If you leave it up to businesses, the minimum wage would be what? $5, $7, $10? No, we have to have a minimum wage and we have to have rules that apply to public health, especially when it's like not used, not just your personal decision affecting you, which would be fine. It's your personal decision affecting others. No, it's policies affecting individuals. And affecting others. An infected person deciding because oh. it's a personal freedom not to wear a mask working with others, working with elderly people, working with children, working with pregnant women. women. Children, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's not, okay, then, I mean, you, you're still not following sciences. Children, by and large, were not affected terribly by COVID. Right, but they can get it. They can transmit it yeah, okay. to their parents let, and their let grandparents. Me, let me ask right? you a question. Why did Native Americans die in mass droves when, when white people got here? When, you know, because they weren't, they weren't uh, inoculated to, they had never been around these kind of diseases. It's good for kids to catch shit when they're young and strong. That way, when they're old, this shit won't kill them. That's science. I mean, you know? no, that's not by and large necessarily. I mean, because like, let's say smallpox, children die of smallpox. It's not like yeah, yeah, can, no. you, you yeah. can inoculate them against it. No, my point is, is that people had become strong because they had been for, I mean, obviously smallpox killed everybody, you know, but it killed Native Americans in far higher numbers because they had a history of never having been uh, around that disease. 
It's okay. just like why they worry about this decontaminating things from space because if something comes from space, it could kill all of us because we've never been in contact with that thing. So that's why they do that. So it's good for children to be to catch something, and that's I mean that's Europe by and large. I think kids went to school a lot of places in Europe at least. I know Sweden they sure as fuck did, but you have kids going to school and yeah they might get sick, but they're not going to get as sick because it doesn't kill it wasn't killing them, and that'll cause them to be stronger when they're older because they will have natural immunity to it. That's not true at all. No, that no, that's exactly what it is. That, no, dude, like, you, you, you can if you get if you get COVID nineteen and you have antibodies, your antibodies will wane after six months to a year. Right. right. So if you're a but child, your body you remembers get, how to fight it. No, not if your they, antibodies are gone. Yeah. That's that's why the booster shots. That's that's science. It's not necessarily it's not necessarily a good thing for kids to catch it. It's not. Their bodies aren't going to hold on to these antibodies for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Well, as much as it's spreading, I think they're probably going to catch it every year. So, yeah, they probably will. Okay. Okay. Perhaps. I mean, it's but, obvious. But, that see, but now you're adding a, ca a caveat. How about, like, if you're adding caveats, they don't have to necessarily have to keep catching COVID if they get a vaccine. Then, But then but then you're, you're artificially doing that in the vaccine. Exactly. Is, and that's really fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. That's, that's so funny. So you want, so you'd rather depend on a corporation than your own body's ability to beat something. Oh my God! Yes, that's absolutely okay. <laughs> that's that's absolutely okay. <laughs> like what? Like, are you telling me like, do I care if it's Pfizer or Moderna or like, or they catching a disease that could kill me? Yes, I, like I don't care if it's Pfizer or Moderna. Fuck it. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Why? Why was that better? I don't yeah. understand. Please explain to me. Yeah. So, well, we're glad that's open then. We'll agree on that then. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think anybody ideologically wants masks <laughs> to be present for everybody, regardless of how, what transmission looks like. It doesn't. I right. know. In regard, ideologically, politically, and we want to get back to normal as much as possible. Masks yeah. aren't the goal here. I'm glad to hear you say that. At least you got one thing good going on there in that progressive thought. <laughs> I mean, like I, I this this is boggling to me because I, I don't understand like why anybody would think that Democrats want masks or liberals or progressives to like have masks be the new normal. I don't think it's the I don't think it's the mask. I think it's more about the control aspect myself. They want to control your life. Government wants to tell you what they think is best for you. You know, you can find out 10 years down the line that what they thought was good for you is not good for you. You know, the you know. They, they, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, to me, it, it just reminds me of just how the government was with like Agent Orange and shit like this. Oh, no, it, it was fine. It's fine. You know, 30 years down the line. Oh, no, it, it was bad. It was bad. Right. You know, right. Mm -hmm. you know uh, government, government shouldn't have the say so in these things uh, because because right. they, right. they, are, they are the biggest poisoners of the world. Well, um, I they think back up corporations the, that poison people. The, the biggest difference that I would point to when I mean, Agent Orange, what you just brought up, and let's say vaccines, for example, that where we're now in the stage where it, a fourth dose has been recommended, is that <laughs> the amount of transparency, that in itself should point to a huge difference between what's, what was going on then and what's going on now. I, I don't think it was that transparent. It was not very transparent. Well, you mean Agent Orange? Yeah, you're right. Not very transparent. No, no, no. Vaccines either. How? What? This uh, has been researched all over the world. 
constant yeah. research. Every day new studies are coming out. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, and I, and I believe a lot of those people had agendas too. I mean, that's my personal See, that's how science works. Because if you publish something, you make your data publicly available for scrutiny for other people to try to replicate it and call it, call you out on your bullshit. And if you can't replicate the data or replicate the results from somebody else's uh, that somebody else publishes, even though you're using the same data, even though you're using the same kind of data, even though you're using the same kind of methods they used, then you call them out on your bullshit. That's how science people have, works. People have the right to be wrong. They don't have the right to force others. I agree. They think I, is right. I agree. And I agree with that. But like what you're saying is that the science has been led by agendas, which may or may not necessarily be true, but the amount of research from different countries that's going you, you on do. and taking place right now. I mean, it just like, like, like how, like how are, are, are all these people collaborating together who have competing goals have the same agenda? Well, it's all about making money, as far as I could tell, and control. Yeah, okay, okay. Then, and that's uh, a supposition, a, cons a conspiracy, really, and without proof and evidence, it's just that. <laughs> well, all right, then. Well, let's, let's take that section. We'll just end it there with uh, fuck the masks now, and uh, we're glad they're gone, and... Uh, um, I'm glad Maskews has gone down due to following the science and the correct <laughs> numbers. If we need to use them again, we should. But I mean, masks work. Jesus, that, why is that? Why is that? Why is there controversy about that? Jesus, it's it's the force aspect. You know, that's that's what it really comes down to. More people are probably you know try to be more cooperative if they hadn't been forced into different things. I mean, it might as well just say that masks kill people if you're going to make a statement like that. Nah, that, that would be a little ludicrous. I mean, might as well. Like, masks kill people, social distancing kills people. Um, <laughs> well, I'm an introvert. I don't, mind, I don't mind social. You, you never heard me complain about social distancing. I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't need to be around people. I know, but I'm saying, like, if, if it were being forced on people... <laughs> Yeah. yeah well you know even that you know like they don't know how, how how far it really was you know they said six feet then it was a different amount of feet and then this feet yeah. and everything else You're right. they You're... should have said just they should have just said be careful i'm glad i'm glad you, I'm, okay i'm glad you bring that up i'm really glad you bring that up because like that's what science is sean you know this like six feet eight feet there's definitely everybody they should have said we don't know through they should have just admitted they don't know I don't think anybody, I know, I, I can't remember anybody saying this is definitive. We found this and this is, there's no other way about it. Yeah. No, everybody was going based on uh, the research and the data and the science that was coming up and being developed. And as research was being done and the results were being like in real time being revealed to people. Yeah, absolutely. This is like, that's what science is. Like we, it's based on um, new information. Like for example, when the tests for COVID were just coming out, they had to dig real deep into your nasal cavities to make sure to get a good sample. And then and there was enough research that was done that showed like, you don't have to go and reach the, and touch the back of the brain. You can actually just be like maybe an inch, maybe an inch and a quarter um, inside your nose. And that should be good enough. Uh, data, science, policy based on science. That's what that was. And that's what mask wearing, vaccines, all of that is based on or should be based on. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I stand by the fact I think they should have had a, a more open conversation and made it about a conversation instead of ridicule for the science. I mean, it just wasn't what it was, should have been, period. Uh, again, with four, that, four, four messengers of science. But, you know, archaeologists is the same, you know, they're, they're all, they're all bad, you know, geologists are the same, you know, they, 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 they have what they work for and that's, that's their opinion, you know, and, and that's how sometimes paradigms are changed when somebody comes up with a different philosophy. It's even funnier when it's a, a non-scientist who comes up with something that, that overthrows what the, what the science elite have been saying, you know, it's not, it's not unheard of in this world. I mean, I can give you several examples of it right off the top of my head i mean archaeology you can't compare to what archaeology what like you can't test anything no i'm talking about other scientists geology and other scientists you know again again with geology it's really like you're looking at thousands of years of of change right and that's a time scale that you look at for geology i mean and what we're talking about is like a living breathing situation currently i could say the same thing about eugenesis you know, they, they said, follow the science. Oh, people are dumb who are not white and this and that and everything else. You know, uh, that, 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 that was that was the thing. That was there. That was the progressive cry back then was follow the science. It wasn't progressive at all. It was. What? No, it was progressive. It was the progressive era. Progressive. I, I, don't, I don't think it meant. Yeah, the same you can look up progressive. That's what I mean. You don't even know the history of it. the progressives were the ones behind eugenics. I mean, all those people were progressives. Progressives in what sense? The, the the progressive movement, you know that that was again in what sense? They, like, they're using, using the same language. Follow the science. It's the exact same thing that was said about eugenics. I mean, when follow I think the science, when I think they wanted to freeze things in time. Ideas. When I think of progressive and liberal values, I think like minimum wage. I think of good working conditions, unions, and um, making sure everybody you can work. Into, you should look into the history of it then. Um, well, no, I'm asking you. I mean, you're telling me about it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, okay, okay. The, the, the progressive movement, you know, the progressive presidents, all were authoritarians. The progressive scientists were the ones who said, you know, that the races were, you know, like, uh, that the, the races were, should be kept separate. You know, that's, that's, that's just a fact. Okay, for example. Huh? What's an example? Oh, like uh, Margaret Sanger, I believe she was she was a progressive, right? And was she, she was president. I mean, uh, you said presidents. Oh, okay. President Wilson. Authoritarians. Uh, uh, okay. FDR. I mean, what did he do to the Japanese? He was he was a progressive president. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, the 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 science the progressives have stated have has has been bad in the past. I, I agree. I agree 100 percent that the, the Japanese concentration camps were, were bad. But you were talking about eugenics and how yeah, yeah. president liberal president or liberals had yeah. a bad idea, supported well, that. There's a great book to read by Thomas Sal about it, you know, about uh, the, the progressive era. Actually, I think I think Mises also wrote a good book about it as well called The Progressive Era. And they're not biased at all, right? Well, I mean facts are facts. Wait, you wait, know, are, I mean, are I can't they biased? I can't they, quote the name of them right offhand. I hadn't planned on talking about that today, but we could have a whole podcast about the history of progressivism if you'd like. That'd be sure. fun. Sure. Because that, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to talk about the fact that, you know, that people say follow the science, should understand that that was the exact, and it's funny because the, 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 if you were against 
that thought of eugenics, then you were considered a science denier. People tried to freeze, you know, African Americans in a certain place right after slavery where they had not been educated. Say, oh, look, see, they can't add their animals and this and that and everything else, as yeah. opposed to saying, oh, this is a result of what had happened to them. So, do you have any example for the last 10, 15 years? I mean, if you're going to talk about well, where we you were 150 years ago. Oh Jesus. no, but I'm saying, but the argument has is has stayed the same. Follow the science, and they try to freeze things in, in a thing. The the progressive era is still continuing in that sense because you guys are still using the same words. You're just using it for a different different means. Okay. Again, and, I, and, and I, I might I, add anything it's from still, it's the last still twenty years. You you even just said you don't care that it divides. That's very progressive of you. You don't care that your that your authoritarian points of view will divide people. Somebody's going to feel threatened by your views. I mean, again, let me make it very, very clear. If mask policies are put into place, backed by science, to prevent the deaths of Americans, fellow Americans, yes, I, I, I'm fine if people's feelings are hurt. Yes. It's I'm not about feelings hurt. What about reactive theory? Have you ever looked into that? No, That's tell me. Please. part of psychology. That people, people like how they're going to react to being told what to do. Not everybody's going to react the same, and then sure. you're going to have to force those people at the barrel of a gun or something else to, to follow your edicts. That's a, that's an interesting point because that hasn't happened. What do you, what do you mean it hasn't happened? Wait, people, wait. How many people have been point have had to have a, a gun pointed to their heads? No, no, that was that was metaphorically. But you you, oh, you can't go, you can't do things. A metaphoric gun. Yeah. Okay. Got well, it. ultimately, the state is this everything you know. The state does is at the the risk of force, one way at or another. The risk of force. Like, yeah. what do you mean by force? Okay, what what happens if you don't pay your taxes? At the risk of force. I mean, uh, what do you mean? Do they arrest you? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. But okay. does the government come after you if? Okay. If, okay. You yes. Yes. Taxes? Okay. Let Let's agree that they do. But I mean, I don't know. But let's say they do. What? How? Yeah. Does, what does that have to do with? masks and vaccines and the same COVID. the same thing if, if somebody feels like for their religious reasons or whatever reasons they don't believe this is helping them uh and they're and you're telling them they have to do it uh they're just going to go against it i mean we know you, you know that okay the, but the wait, wait do they get arrested is that what you're saying no they well they've had their they've had they've 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 had they've been fired okay uh, they've had they've lost their jobs is that the uh, government we added, added to homelessness i might add uh, you know, you can't have people losing their jobs and not have add to homelessness. You know, true. Uh, that's that's not a good thing. True. So progressive policies help with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, division's bad, dude. No matter how you look at it, division's bad. Segregation's bad. You know, I, I, I mean, um, I I can't necessarily agree that division is good or bad. I mean, like, because you're speaking in general terms, what I'm talking about specifically about mask mandates put into place, uh, backed up by science to help it prevent future deaths, transmissions, hospitalizations. Yeah, I'll, I'll, again, I'll back that up 100%, regardless of how many people's feelings it hurts. It's not about feelings, but- It really right. is about feelings. No, it's not about feelings. A hundred percent, like wear a mask to help others. No, I don't want to. No, see, that's your Okay, feelings. fine. That's your feelings. <laughs> your feelings. <laughs> even, even though our founding fathers were totally okay with making sure that people were isolated, if they had COVID or had some disease, they were totally okay with that. And you're aware of that. 
I, I know I know George Washington had the army vaccinated against smallpox. There you go. And that was that was before there was a constitution I might add. Okay. Um, I, I, I didn't say it had to do with the constitution. I said yeah. our founding fathers back then. And and and, uh, and I would not have joined that army then. I would have just not done that. So but it was okay. again, smallpox is a little bit better. And I might add smallpox vaccine was kind of iffy back then too. Of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I mean you're talking about the 1700s. Yes, it was iffy. Yeah. So, anyhow, let's let's end with that, and then let's come back and talk about the Ukraine then. All right. Let's move on. Or, or as I hear, Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. I, 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 I Correct. All Correct. right. So we'll come back and talk about Ukraine. Yep. Free People is the title track to my new album. Please check it out wherever you listen to music. This album is full of libertarian-themed songs like Tax Man, Which Side Are You On, Don't Tread On Me, and Take Human Action. A nod to the Mises Caucus, and all the royalties to that song will be given to the Mises Caucus. So the more you listen, the more you give. So please support music with a libertarian theme, and let's build some libertarian culture and get rid of this garbage from the left. happening over there now right in ukraine oh man it's constantly just crazy stuff man it's uh, the most documented war in my in my lifetime it's crazy it's insane all the crazy stuff that's happening yeah i have a friend uh you, you remember my friend caesar he's over he was in georgia when this all took place oh no way yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's in armenia now but he said that a lot of russians were fleeing out of russia because they were afraid of how authoritarian their government was going to be, be becoming. So they were just getting the fuck out of Dodge. Smart. He said, you know, there was a shit ton of Russians over there. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. And he, had actually, he was actually going to buy property in, in Ukraine a few years back. And I thought, mm. you know, this was, man, I don't know. It was, it was years ago, you know, before shit got this heavy over there. And I told him, I said, man, I don't think you want to do that because, you know, I'd, I'd read up on some of that history of the fucking place. And, you know, ultimately he ended up getting, uh, you know, he's a, he's a Latino man, you know, as, a, as, as you know, but our listeners don't. He's a Salvadorian guy. And he got, uh, he got rolled by some people over there. And uh, he didn't say it, but I assume they were probably, you know, the, the more Nazi end of the spectrum. Because that is an issue over there in Ukraine. So, so I think that was the final thing that made him say, "I, I don't think I'm going to buy it there." I might not, I might not be accurate on that, but that's the way it appeared from what I understood. Well, if there was a neo-Nazi element, I hope um, the Russians rooted them out when they were there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the whole reason why Putin. Yeah, he said, "Well, there. that's the, well that and you know NATO coming up on their borders." So. But I mean, no, I think all, he claimed that it had to do with two wrongs don't make out. a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Uh, I'm not arguing with that. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah I, mean, also, hmm? I mean, the one, the one thing that's come really, really clear, and I think since we haven't talked about this, 
before is that Putin is a really an amazing example of what an authoritarian is. Oh, uh, yeah. What censorship looks like, what um, disinformation looks like, like uh, any anything that comes from state-sponsored media from Russia um, should be looked at with um, with skepticism, extreme skepticism. I Every, think everything that they've been doing and saying is just insane. Insane. The level of uh, cruelty and atrocities is just amazing. And it, it's crazy to think like it's always like 70 to 80% of uh, the general public believes what Putin has been saying or they support the war based on what Putin and his, his cronies have been saying, which is insane. Like when you look at the rest of uh, the world and the media that have been reporting on this, nothing supports what Russia is saying. Russia is the only one saying what Russia is saying. And they can't- Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, that's the way they, I mean, I remember the war in Chechnya in the nineties. And I mean, they leveled Grozny or Grozny, however you pronounce it, this, the capital. I mean, they just surrounded it and shelled it till it was a pile of rubble. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually, I was surprised that the city ever came back because I mean, they, they really leveled it. You know, they leveled it as thoroughly as ISIS leveled Palmyra in, in Syria. So, you know, I, uh, I, was, I was actually surprised, but I'm not surprised by their actions. I'm not surprised by their callous uh, disregard for their own soldiers' lives. You know, they've always yeah. fought that way. They, yeah. don't, they don't care about losses, just like the Chinese have never really cared about losses. It's a, it's a certain mentality of warfare where they win by attrition. Right. And that's the only reason the Soviets beat the Nazis is by attrition. And they had to, you know, they had to make it so that they could throw women at them, too. So they, you know, they uh, equalized the army and they threw twice as many people at the Nazis as the Nazis were expecting. So and, a, a couple of lessons that, you know, I don't want to make it about Americans and about us necessarily. But I mean, I think we can draw some interesting lessons. For example, when people talk about authoritarian leader authoritarian leaders actions uh, especially censorship now we know what it looks like it's not it's not it's not when facebook bans somebody because that's a private industry private co company that, that does that we know what government sponsored censorship looks like we know what government disinformation looks like we know what government um slamming its fist on the freedom of expression looks like and it's not when somebody calls Fox News uh, BS. It's actually a lot more um, uh, what's the, draconian than that. Like when somebody holds up a blank sign and they get arrested, basically for just having a blank sign in or in front of the Kremlin and in, in Red Square. And that that's. I, also, really I would say those are one looks, but I'd also say it looks like Kent State. It also looks like Brianna Taylor getting shot in her house. Duncan Lim getting shot inside of his house. I would also say it looks like the country who has the most people in prison more than any other country on earth. I would also wait, 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 look wait, at- no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about an authoritarian leader specifically. Like, yeah, those no, those, are, all, those are all things, yeah. uh, signs of a terrible fucked up government. I, I, yes, I, I rode in a cab with a man who grew up in the Soviet Union. He was driving me one day. And he said, I don't know why you Americans complain so much. And I told him, I said, because we don't want to end up having our place look like where you left. Right. That's why. That's why okay. we complain, right? You know, right. So, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Putin is terrible. Uh, Mao was terrible. They're, they're they're they are worse. You know, they're right. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know uh, uh, the the Korean leader Kim Jong Un and Kim Il Sung and all those fuckers. They were terrible. 
They're absolutely horrible fucking people. But, you know, what we've done, you know, you know, we, we may say all oh, our leaders are so nice and they're not as bad as them. Tell that to the people in Yemen, how, how, how good the American leaders are. You know? I mean, okay, like what's fucked, what's going on in Yemen is fucked up, but it's not like, again, uh, uh, whether it's Trump, Obama, or Biden, none of them, we can say, were directly impossible. I mean, there's very strong links for what you're saying. I, I agree, like the, the ties between the American government through different American, um, administrations and the Saudi Arabian government is fucked up and has led to deaths in Yemen. I agree 100%. But in the US, it's really hard to say that we have had specifically somebody like Biden being authoritarian or Obama being authoritarian or somebody like AOC being authoritarian or promoting authoritarian policies. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Cause Putin is what an authoritarian looks like. Yeah. We don't want to end up like that. That's why I don't want a progressive thought to come around. And then, you know, that's funny because um, Putin is totally not progressive. No, but you guys, you right? guys meet at that, you guys meet at that authoritarian government control thing. You, you guys, I mean, you guys, again, again, like, I, I don't see any progressive pushing for the censorship of any newspaper or for the arrest of anybody protesting. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe not progressive leaders, but I've seen people, plenty of people who, who consider themselves progressives acting very poorly over the last few years. Yeah, so. and, and then again, they can consider that, but is that doesn't like if anything approximates what Putin's been doing in the last let's no. say six months, then I don't think we can apply that fairly. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to defend Putin. He's a, he's a jackass, but I don't defend our actions that got us there either. You know, the great Dan Carlin's been talking about it for years. Okay. Okay. So, but let's, it's, uh, I, I think, okay. So Ukraine, you know, there's a lot to be talked about, not yeah. say um, the fact that they have a, a young leader who's in his forties. I think that's, that's done a lot of good. His, his ability to utilize social media to bring the world's uh, sympathy to his cause has been amazing. Um, it's, he's done an amazing job of being able to bring the world to help out as much as possible and bring uh, the hammer down on Russia economically. I think that's an amazing job that he's done. Um, I don't think that anybody like, let's say Trump would have been able to pull together the country in that same way. Um, I don't know if Biden would have been able to do that in the same way. Maybe Obama, again, because he was younger, he was savvy, he was charming. Um, he know how to talk to people. I think he would have been able to do a good job. But Ukraine is lucky to have had somebody like that uh, that was able to pull the country together and 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 be able to so far be able to have a positive direction in which in, in terms of having the, the Russian troops starting to withdraw, we're not in peace. The atrocities haven't stopped. Didn't the Donbass region region vote to to leave the Ukraine? And then they don't know. I don't know. I know they have. Um, yeah. I believe yeah. they. I believe they did, and that's what's been happening is that. Zelensky didn't want to let it go, and they he they just kept control of it, even though they voted to to leave. He, they wouldn't let him go, and you know which kind of pushed this. I so know. I don't I, I don't I don't really? see him I don't see him as a hero. I don't see him as a villain. I just I think the whole fucking thing is so fucked up. I hate our role in it. I hate our role in letting it happen. You know, by can talking. I, I, what's our our role in in it now? That you don't like now 
Uh, is that's what you mentioned? No, I, I I don't like our role in causing it to happen, like pushing NATO further west. I mean, I, I don't like NATO. Uh, you know, when the Soviet Union fell apart, there should not have been a NATO at that point because the because Russia was not a big threat, uh, and they pushed further that way. Uh, it should have been, uh, you know, it should have been about trade. We should have opened up and traded with, and we should have pushed that. We we I feel as though the Americans threw away the peace that the Cold War had supposedly won. That's interesting because and and the fact that we talked the Ukrainians out of getting rid of their nuke. Uh, because I, you know, I'm very anti-nuke, you know, but the fact is if they had that, I don't think Russia would have fucking attacked. Them. I mean, and, and the fact is we did not back them up the way that we said we were going to, because we never could back them up against the Russians because the Russians have nukes. Okay, and we so don't let's, want to so let's, let's talk about your point. Is your first point saying that had we brought in Russia into the world economy a lot more closely, we would have they would have not done this? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Germany did that with Nord Stream One, brought them into the fold. Essentially, that's why Germany is so dependent on energy, on oil, oil gas from Russia. That only happened fairly recently, and that was because no, Germany no, it's been for the last Germany, 20, uh, 2011 yeah exactly because that's when because that's when yeah. germany was stupid enough to shut down all all their atomic plants you know no, wait, wait 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 but but again if your point is that if we had put our arms around russia Putin was, germany Putin was did, already did. in charge then if i'm germany, talking about I'm germany talking did about, it, it didn't help anything in fact I'm it's putting germany in a terrible position now i'm talking about before putin was in even in office so wait uh i'm talking about back to the 90s i think since the since the soviet union fell apart that's not that I much time it's like less than 30 years what's your point that uh, what you're talking about like uh from the time it, that i mean look at it this germany... way look at it this way we the germans were once the nazis you yeah. know we they they lost their system broke down and we became trading partners with them. Okay. That part of Germany succeeded. Yeah. Japan, we became trading partners with them. They succeeded. South Korea, we became trading partners with them. They succeeded. Yeah. We should have, after the Soviet Union collapsed, opened up and reached a handout to them instead of a fist. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I, that, that's our parting and talking, the, and talking the Ukrainians out of it. I can't I cannot support Putin's ridiculous tantrum that he threw either. You know, they're they're all they're all acting poorly. And this just, you know, you know, me looking at I think governments behave badly. I mean, okay, so what you're talking about is let's say in Japan and Germany specifically, the where the US was able to rebuild their constitution, rewrite their constitutions for them, you'll have strong democracies with either bicameral or tricameral um, congresses or parliaments. Um, we didn't do that. We didn't have that with Russia, unfortunately. So what ended up happening instead of what, what happened in, in Russia, I'm sorry, what happened in Germany and in Japan is we would have elections, regular elections with new leaders, new parties coming into power, being able to have the balance of power um, and being able to bring them to the fold economically worked. But we didn't have that in Russia. It was, it's only been, what, two leaders since the, the Soviet Union fell, right? Three. Yeltsin, 
Yeltsin and Putin, and then Nedved took over for a oh, while. Medvedev, oh, he, but he was, he was a puppet from the beginning. Yeah, but still, he's, yeah, but they, so you still... can't really you can't really say he was like like a, so three. Let's say three, fair enough since the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. How do you expect to have any like when you have authoritarianism as part of the government? How are you going to bring them to the fold? The, the same way we would do with any other, any other people. You was trying to trade with them. And, Again, and, um, I mean, you talk about Germany, you talk about Japan. We had elections, democracy. We, we trade with other, we trade with the Saudis, for God's sake. And they're, they're awful. You know, we trade yeah, they with are them. really awful. Not, Absolutely. It's not like we, I agree. Not like I agree we don't trade with people who are awful. I agree. And, and, but what I'm saying is trading with a specific partner isn't going to make it any better. And the Saudis are a really good example of that. Okay. What? Okay, how about the fact that we put military bases that close to, to Russia? I, I don't believe we ought to have military bases all over Europe, nor do I believe we should have missile systems all over Europe. You know, we Kennedy almost went to World War III over missiles in Cuba because they were 30 miles off, off of the coast. Right. You know, if we have NATO there, they're going to have NATO troops on Russia's border. I'm sorry, that's, that's not the movements of people who really want peace. I mean, I, I don't think there's an. Easy that is an aggressive move. Huh? I mean, that's. I mean, there is there isn't an, an easy answer for 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 this specific question. I mean, if Finland wants to join NATO, why is it Russia's business? Like, why should they intervene to stop them from? Like, we're talking about sovereignty, right? Why yeah. Why does Russia fucking care? If Finland because does they're that, gonna have, they're going to have American guns, or on their on their border that's why it, 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 okay but if if, if mexico wanted point, to join the new soviet union and be a state point, soviet union then it would become then, then just like you were saying like if we can have peace through increasing economic ties with a specific nation then shit why doesn't russia do that too instead of trying to provoke war I don't Why don't they have different leaders having a democracy that has, that actually implements growth and change instead of that, and like when we're talking about Russia and how fucked up it is under Putin, it's not just the war. Yes, the war is fucked up, but also the amount of censorship, the anti-LGBT sentiment, uh, yeah. the misogyny that's happening over there. I mean, well, you know that that's the same. Killing, the, that's, killing dissenters, fuck. But by, by the way, my friend. Uh, who was over in the Ukraine? He said they they can't stand LGBTQ people there either. He said he's shocked by how how transphobic and everything that they are there. So yeah, I, they're, they're, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think anybody will say that uh, uh, Ukraine is a progressive dream. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, that's not just the Russians. So. Oh but, yeah, but the Russians definitely take, or at least Putin has taken pride in pushing that forward. Oh yeah, they they they. they they won't. They, they they won't listen to Tchaikovsky now, because <laughs> he's because he, he was trans. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, good for him. I think that I think I'm using the right word. That he liked to dress as a woman. I, I don't. I don't know if that's. I, I might be using the wrong word. He liked to dress in drag. Is that? I think that's the correct way. Well, I'm. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I would say like that's. Let him do his thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know he's everything. I'm just saying, let people do whatever they want. They need to do. Yeah, yeah. And something adults and whatnot. Come on. Yeah, let live. Right. right. Yeah. All right. So you know, 
I think I think that's pretty good on that. Yeah. Uh, do we have another topic we want to talk about? So we're at fifty nine minutes right now. All right. Well, do you want to wrap this up and save it for the next one then? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Well, that I think that was a good one. Well, yes. it's good talking to you. So hopefully we're going to have another uh, progressive libertarian coming up soon. We got an interview or two planned. Uh, so we're going to be talking to some people running for office and uh, see how that all goes. Mm-hmm. You got anything you want to sign out with there, Fern? Oh, man. Um, dang, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> I would say... Uh, any, oh, um, evolution. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in evolution. I've been reading lately about how humans almost became extinct. Um, the genetic difference between one human to another is so small. Um, it's much, much smaller than like one chimpanzee to another from another part of the world. Their genetic variation is much greater than when, when comparing humans to other humans. It's gnarly. And, and again, it has to do with how, how close we came to extinction. There, I, I, this was years ago. I read an article about Native, Native Americans that every everyone born in the Americas of uh, Native descent they can trace their lineage back to 12 women. They said 12 different squaws, everybody's descended from those 12. Obviously, there was more at the time, but those 12 are the only ones that still have descendants still living. So, That's yeah, they, they called it a bottleneck, they, they're not sure what time period that was in. Yeah, I would assume it was probably someplace around that uh, the eleven thousand mark where the uh, where the asteroid hit Canada and knocked the yeah. ice out. But yeah, it really is a trip how 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 thin our uh, 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 the layers are between us all. Even though we look and think different, you know, we ain't that much different. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, there's a lot of other stuff about evolution and how things have changed. Like, yeah, we can talk more about it, but like the camel, the American camel laid off because of human um and in, in human actions and the joshua trees which were a symbiotic species they they worked together or they grew because of the, the camels the american camels and there are no american camels left so and again because of human intervention crazy things to think about and so the victim would be the joshua tree in this case it's yeah crazy, i heard it was, that, heard it was a bird that used to carry the seeds and people modern people killed the birds because the camels i know died around 11,000 that would have been in that mass die off yeah so I'm sure humans had something to do with that but you know the food sources were short so everything was dying so that it is really a trip how fragile it, it can be it is it's insane anyway yeah we can talk more about that next time yeah that sounds good we'll talk Thanks about some environmental solutions for the future yes let's do that all right well good talking to you brother likewise Sean take care man See you all in the next Progressive and a Libertarian walk into a bar. Peace.